Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Future Tech Podcast. I am your host, Juliette Lamar, and today we have a returning guest. He joined us before, and he's here to update us on his company. His name is Brett Trademan, and he is the Chief Revenue Officer at Bread, and now it went through rebranding, so we are going to learn all about what's gone on since we last spoke, which was pre-ICO. He's going to bring us up to speed about the post-ICO. Brett, welcome. Hey, thanks, Julia. Good to be here. Yeah, no, it's so good to have you back. We always love our returning guests. And why don't you bring us up to speed? You guys went through a whole rebranding. What have you been up to at breadapp.com? Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, pretty exciting. I think uh, last time uh, maybe people heard from us uh, on the podcast was prior to our ICO uh, in December of 2017. Uh, We had a very successful token sale. Uh, at the end of December, when uh, crypto was at its peak, and just a crazy time in crypto, as most people that have been in the industry know. Um, but we had a, uh, a a great event and uh, sold out within just a matter of a couple hours. And uh, part of the uh, part of the ICO happened in our app, so um, instant utility of our of our BRD token during the uh, event was pretty cool. And industry leading, really. I, I just haven't, I still haven't seen a uh, ICO take place within an app um, like we did. So that was in December, and uh, since then we uh, we've been pretty busy. We've been busy with uh, mostly uh, hiring and, and building out the roadmap as quickly as possible, but in a safe way. So I'll talk about that in a little bit. So why don't you 
give people a little bit of a reminder of what Bread App is and what their goals are and what you do? Yeah. So um, Bread Wallet actually started out as an open source protocol a couple of years ago. And our original founder of the company, who's president of the company today, Aaron Voisin, uh, came up with an open source way of uh, allowing you to store Bitcoin in a safe and secure way. A really self-intuitive app, easy to use, and decentralized. So you own your private keys. And you have access to your money and no third parties involved and needed. And frankly, our company isn't needed. No servers, no money being touched by us. Um, so that was a really innovative thing. He, set, he started that in 2013. We incorporated a company around it in 2015 called Bread Wallet and uh, you know, raised ser- seed Series A funding, moved the company to Switzerland, and in 2017 um, changed the name to Bread. And uh, it's still a very recognizable brand in, in crypto wallets. Um, but at, right around the ICO time, we, um, we started to bring on other things like Ethereum, our own ERC-20 token, created our own ERC-20 token, and said, you know, we've got a million users in 170 countries. We've got a big brand out here. People are using it all the time. Uh, we needed a way for um, our users to actually get something out of ERC-20. So what I mean by that is, have a mechanism, have a real utility of something within our ecosystem that they could use. And that's why we came out with BRD, which is our token. And since then, um, we changed our company name to BRD. Uh, more simplified, more easy uh, e- easy for everybody to kind of uh, find the token and the company when you're searching for it on the App Store or Google Play um, to say, hey, BRD, it's you know the safest and secure way to hold crypto. And that's that's where we're where we are right now, and we're and I'll tell you a little bit about where we're going. But that's to bring you up to speed on you know the company, where we've been, and and where we are today. And and today we're known as BRD. That's that's a great, and it's a great rebranding, just shorter, faster, simpler, um, which is what you know people want when it comes to something such as crypto that is more complex that people maybe aren't fully grasping. They want something that is very straightforward and simple. So are you you still have then your your wallet on the soft wallet on the phones? That's still something that you provide. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, um, you know, you nailed it right there. It's just the simplicity. And we want, we if you know, everybody in the ecosystem wants the same thing. We want Bitcoin and crypto and every and everything to be kind of global and way more easy to use. And I think we kind of, we oftentimes compare where we're at crypto to, you know, being in the internet in the 80s or 90s. Um, mm-hmm. I remember going yeah. on hear that a lot. in <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we. I remember going on the internet in DOS in 19, like I don't know, 88, 89 with my brother, and it was it was so hard. And there were you know, 18.44.54. That's how I kind of think about crypto today, as kind of being on this side of crypto. And that's not for everybody. Nobody, you know, you gotta you gotta come out with the interface. So that's where you know the mosaics and Netscape went next after everybody got on Prodigy and AOL and all those things. So. Where we see the market going and we're, we're leading is um, owning the interface. And we want the design. We want the eyeballs. We want everybody to say, all right, this is super easy. I want Bitcoin and I have dollars. Great. Click a button. Done. Or I want to trade this for this. I want NEO and I want, you know, BRD or I want some token or I want whatever it is. I just want it simple. So that's why we, you know, we set out our mission in, in the company is just having a bread in every wallet, right? So having um, BRD be the way. Uh, the simplest and secure way to get into crypto. Um, so that's what we lead with. So beautification of you know the design and the interface is what we feel is going to win in the long term in this market, and really it's going to get 
millions, if not billions of people into crypto is just simplifying it. So that's that's what our mission is as a company. And, you know, what what really, there's so many wallets out there to choose from. And I've definitely heard of this wallet before, you know, but you're saying it's, it's one of the more secure ways. And I guess break down why that is. Yeah. So the, um, the interesting thing, there's the way I look at wallets and the way we kind of dissect them internally here. And, and I don't expect everybody uh, and their grandparents to know the difference, but here's the, here's the fundamental difference. When you look at an exchange wallet, you know, like a Coinbase or one of those types, um, those are custodial. They are banks. They hold fiat. They hold crypto. They actually hold your assets, so they can make money off your money and all that. So it's really traditionally a bank. It just happens to have crypto as another asset. Um, you need, you know, that's a that's a honeypot is what you would call it. And we've seen a lot of hacks going on in exchanges all around the world uh-huh. every day. You see a new one. Um, we are the uh, opposite of that. We are decentralized. So you, you kind of that's the first group of wallets, uh, those centralized exchange wallets. And it's really the gateway. It's where people do their transactions. But um, if you've been in crypto for a little bit, you kind of know you want to own your own private keys. And you do that because you don't want it to be uh, hackable. You don't want it to be uh, having somebody else manage your money. And, we, you know, a lot of people have learned the hard way on doing that. So. Um, but, again, we don't expect the general public to know that, and they shouldn't have to worry about that. They just need to know they have to find something simple and secure. Now, those are very – some of those are very simple apps, um, but we'd say from a security level, they're, you know, we, I wouldn't trust an exchange, any exchange, with my money. So uh, what we do is we say, all right, well, why don't you hold your own crypto? Well, that's an interesting idea. It's kind of like a, a bank saying, hey, we're not going to hold your money. You hold your money. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, I have a device. <laughs> As long as you have a um, device with, you know, an Apple device or an Android device with, Apple calls it a secure enclave, with your biometrics and everything like that, you should be able to own your own uh, crypto. So it's a crazy idea, but at the same time, it's the most secure way, in our opinion, to hold Bitcoin or any other crypto. So you, you, we give you a phrase, a 12-word recovery phrase. You store that, shake deposit box somewhere safe, somewhere you can scatter it, however you want to do it. Um, but if you ever get a new device, you drop it in the toilet, you lose it, whatever it is, you can launch it on another device, and with 12 words, you spin up your whole uh, net worth in crypto again. Uh, nobody has access to it. And in matter of fact, BRD can go out of business tomorrow, and we could shut down every computer in our office, in multiple offices, and it, um, you still have your funds. So that is, mm. in our opinion, the, the, the antithesis of you know a bank with assets under management is you actually own your own thing. So I think you've kind of seen it with things like Facebook and privacy and you know the Equifax hack is that when you get all your information, your data, and even your money to somebody else, you know, there's there's a good chance that it could be taken away from you, or uh, why run that risk when you don't have to? So that's why we see the future of money being decentralized, um, and, a, and then another crazy idea is that if you actually manage your money, you can make money on your money. So that's where we see the kind of future of money going. Exactly, and and that is very similar to other wallets on your phone, correct? Uh, you Comparing it to other wallets out there? Okay, yeah, just comparing it, and uh, just in the wallet yeah, world. So- it works very yeah, similarly. Well, there's, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, I, you know, we, we do uh, compete with, you know, 10, 20, 50, you know, who knows how many other wallets are out there, right? But some of the big names out there, some of them are uh, exchange wallets. Some of them have, you know, the man- assets under management oh, where you actually give the money to that company and they manage it. Um, and then when you need it, you, you grab it or send it to wherever you need to send it. Some of them are more server-trusted wallets where, you know, there's certain information on those company servers, like some of our biggest competitors. And then the ones that are truly decentralized, and we're, we're the leader when it comes to truly decentralized wallets. Um, but we have a lot mm-hmm. of competitors coming up um, that are, you know, trying to do the same thing. We've got a couple of years ahead of them, but uh, 
you know, I think the decentralization is, is going to be the, the key difference here between, you know, any wallet you search in the App Store to our wallet. No, absolutely. Um, so let's move back into, you know, the future of, of BRD and, and where it's going. Cause there's a lot of exciting stuff on the horizon for you guys. Yeah, we, um, we've got an airdrop going on right now. It's actually um, crazy popular. And uh, I think our Telegram count went up 3x um, in the past two weeks. And we're giving out uh, BRD tokens to people that download the app and want to get into the airdrop for the first time. And we're doing that in uh, coordination with our biggest release ever, and that release is called Augustus. Um, that release is coming out um, in the next month, and we're being kind of quiet about that. We don't want to you know, um, put anything too crazy out there in the marketplace and just you know, do all the hype that everybody else does. We're just delivering great products. So you're going to be able to get an update on your phone or see it uh, in the App Store very soon, and you'll have ERT, ERC20 support. Uh, decentralized. So you could at one place to store all your ERC20 tokens, your Ethereum, your Bitcoin Cash, your Bitcoin, um, all of that within Bread. And, uh, you know, this is this is the way, uh, you know, we're, we're bringing to the market a way that you can safely keep even more of your crypto assets. And there's going to be some really cool things in the app. I won't, I won't get into too much of it, but I will say it's going to be the first time that in a decentralized way, you don't have to leave our app to go trade a token. You can do it within our app in a really cool, creative way. So I'll um, I'll leave you with that. But it's, we're super excited about it. Our team has been working incredibly hard on Augustus, and uh, there's there's uh, a blog about it on our website if you guys are interested in reading about that. I see that. I see that. And and just for our listeners, the website still is b r e a d a p p dot com. Is that correct, or yeah, is that also changing? Yeah, that is correct. No, that's that's correct. It is breadapp.com. However, I am. Uh, Happy to announce we did acquire um, it's a funny story, one that I don't have time to get into today, but we have BRD.com, which... Uh, oh, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and dive into get. that. What is that about? Yeah, so uh, BRD.com is a... Uh, it's really hard to get a three-letter acronym. As, as a lot of people know, <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't privy to how hard it was to get these days. But um, it's an interesting story about um, a company that... Um, was a great company that uh, was you know, a small business that had it for a long time. You can look up the history of BRD.com, you know, at any of these websites or show the history of it. But changed hands a couple times. It went dark a little bit. But it was just it was like I was waiting for us to grab. And uh, coincidentally, we, um, we as we changed the company and the brand to BRD, just for the simplicity and, um, and style for, for which it is and the token, uh, BRD came available and we we had a uh, agreement with this small business and they were great people and they said here you go so um, it was just a great sign that you know it's just meant to be but so we got we have brd.com we're going to be changing our know, domain and things like that but you can if you go to brd.com it might auto forward you to the red app for now but uh, we're going through that transition and we're going to announce that soon as well but um, yeah it's pretty cool that uh, we've got a three-letter acronym and you know as we get bigger and you know where we want to be as a company globally it's so important to have something like that. And also, BRD has a rewards program, which is quite unusual. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So um, it's, it's interesting when you create a rewards program in crypto. It's one of the things our customers have said, hey, you know what? Crypto doesn't have X and this. And one of the things they said is, you know, why am I going to use crypto eventually when I can use my credit card and, you know, get three or five or whatever percent or miles or all these things? Um, and we agree. We said in order to get the masses, you need you need a lot of reason to go over there um, into crypto, and you know if you're going to go a hundred percent into it, eventually there needs to be some of those things that are still in the centralized world or the old banking world 
um, which is loyalty and rewards, and just like any foundation of a good company is having loyal customers. So one of the things we set out to do is create a loyalty and rewards program with the utility of our token. So for instance, if you are a, a large holder of BRD tokens, you're going to have access very soon to some really cool premium features. So for instance, um, you know, if you have a certain amount of BRD tokens, you're going to have access to things like a trading desk, a white glove service, where if you want to trade, um, where it's kind of a pain to trade right now, you have to, you know, go to an exchange, you have to wait five days, you got to, you know, make sure there's a daily minimum and daily maximum and all those types of things. We're going to squash that with a couple of our partners and allow white glove service where kind of like a broker dealer type of thing where, you know, you might have somebody at Fidelity or Merrill Lynch for a high net worth person where you call up and you execute a trade. That type of feature and functionality is going to be there soon. So we're really excited about that. Um, other premium services, discounted rates, um, loyalty and rewards type program things that uh, other credit card companies and other banks and other um, companies, you know, we've replicated some of those great perks from other rewards programs are soon going to be in the Brad app. So that's what I don't want to, I, I won't go into too many details on that because um, I, I think some of our uh, lovely competitors are trying to find out what it is too, but <laughs> you'll see them soon in the app. And it's interesting when you have a finite group of tokens, it's not like an airline mile. So you get airline miles, you can keep accruing them, they can keep deflating them, and next year it's 500,000 miles to fly, you know, over to Europe or whatever it is. Uh, some of those types of things um, are different when you think about our rewards program because there's a finite number of BRD tokens. So in order to do that, it's kind of like a top-down, we call it a waterfall, where, you know, there's, we're going to say at forever, this is the tier. And people are going to want to get into that tier because you have a lifetime of um, things that you can get by getting in there. So kind of like, I don't know if you ever heard the story of uh, um, Mark Cuban who got like American Airlines first class tickets for life for, I don't know, $100,000 or $200,000 back in the day and it's still paying dividends for him. Um, something like that is what we what we have coming. So you can get in, you get in early, um, you hold the, the BRD token, we're going we're gonna to make sure you're in the best uh, tier and things like phone support where you're going to have somebody to call. You're going to have, you know, to reach out to our executives and have access to people and things quickly, efficiently. Um, and, you know, this is people's money that we're holding, right? So, you know, you want to have that, that white glove type service for your for your high net worth people is what we have for our, for our loyalty and rewards program. So we're really excited about it. And I think it's something that's really missing from crypto right now. And mm -hmm. uh, kind of heard some of our competitors looking at doing similar things. And we're, we're leading with that loyalty and rewards program. We're hoping to gain the masses real soon and be better than uh, legacy centralized banks out there with our rewards program. I definitely think that's something that, that I want as a consumer is if there's something wrong, I want to be able to talk to somebody or if there's something that I think needs special attention, I want to be able to talk to a human because that feels more trustworthy, whether or not it is, uh, than getting an answer on a website or getting an automated email back. You know, that that is something that I think people yeah. miss about the crypto world. 100% agree. Julia, we agree. Our customers agree. You're, you're not going to build a billion-dollar company without having somebody answer a phone at this, you know, for something like money, right? So if you have – we have people that have our app that send us screenshots, and I don't promote sending screenshots of your app and anything, but, um, you know, they have $5, $10 million worth of Bitcoin in their app, and you know what? They, they should have somebody to call, right? So they're trusting us with protecting their money with, with our app and our technology. Um, but you're right. You're absolutely right. When it comes to people's money, 
um, you want to talk to someone, you want to talk to somebody now. So that's why we're kind of leading and being a thought leader there. And we're not going to be, you know, some some company with just an email address that, you know, an info at. It is going to be, um, you know, if you're if you're a great client of ours, you're going to have you're going to have white glove service. That's that's phenomenal. You are you're winning in my book. Um, what are you know? You've been with this company for a while, and you you are really listening to the industry. You guys are hip to what's happening. What have you learned over the course of your years working in this in this realm? What's one of the biggest things that you've learned? Well, I I, I would I will say you know the um, the fundamentals of business don't change when you're trying to build a, a profitable company. You still need the same things you always need, and that is um, customers, loyal customers. You have to listen to your customers, find out what they want, be ahead of what they want, have the vision. So some of those things just are always going to be the same, um, no matter what industry you're in. Um, this still is, you know, we're putting up business around people. And that's just the way it is. The one thing that's super interesting about crypto in general and why I think it's going to be just, and already has been pretty disruptive, is that it's so global. So oftentimes, we're a Swiss-based company, and we have some people that live in the U.S. We have people that live in Japan, Canada, Europe. Um, We oftentimes, you know, the people that are in the country that they're in, think about the people that the country that they're in. And we just can't do that anymore. Um, You'll see, you know, as a a global company, um, you know, maybe – only a small percentage of our customers are actually in the U.S. So it's as small as in not the majority. So if, with that being the case, if you have, if you're not hiring and, and servicing people in those other countries and other languages and other cultures, you're really limiting yourself. So where I see what we've learned is that you know you got to think globally, always in this business especially. Uh, and if you don't, you're really limiting the potential of what you could be. So um, building a billion-dollar company is our goal here, and in order to do that, um, you can't just be in one country. You can't just be on one continent, and you have to hire people locally in those geos and focus on those geos and the culture of those geos, anything from the app design to the partners you pick to work with in order to achieve what you want to achieve in, in business. So that, that's the, the fundamental learning just with crypto being 24-7 global. And it's just amazing that, you know, we'll have people reaching out to us from countries that pop up on the map that uh, we didn't we didn't even, you know, we don't know anybody there. We've never done business there. But now we are because BRD is, you know, now in app stores and, and Google Play stores all over the world. It's just amazing. Um, but being able to talk to those customers, have people in that time zone, language, et cetera, is um, something that we've learned that's going to be super valuable as we grow. You're taking your lead from the people, which is always a better idea than trying to tell people what they want. Well, Brett, it's been such a pleasure having you on today and learning all the new exciting things that Brett is doing and what you're up to. And I can't wait to get more updates, hopefully in not too far away future. Sounds great. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Juliet. Of course. Of course. Everyone, that was breadapp.com. If you need to find them, go to that website, check them out. You can also find them on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store as well. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. 
As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.